My topic I chose was upper class and lower class. After going in and looking on the three websites and watching all the videos, I've summed up some information that really stood out to me. So here it is. America and Europe both were really wealthy, um, but obviously both had their downsides. And so, yeah. And American income inequality may be more severe today than it was back in 1774, even if you're, if you factor in slavery. But that's not, not actually crazy, as it sounds. But it might append some of our old wisdom about our country's economic heritage, which I think is pretty crazy. Wealth was distributed more evenly across the 13 colonies anywhere else in the world that we have recorded of. And so this chart stood out to me. It says income distribution, colonial America versus uh, the world. And 13 colonies, 1774, it says it's 0.437. England and Wales, 1759 was 0.502. England and Wales, 1802, 0.51. Netherlands, 1801 was uh, 0.563. Not only was income more equally divided in the colonies, but Americans across the economic spectrum tended to be more richer than European European counterparts. So this obviously says that the some uh, European counterparts, uh, some places were less wealthy and more poor. Even slaves who were sometimes paid a tiny sum for their forced labor in addition to shelter and food technically earned more than the poorest Europeans. So there's a flaw in Europe is uh, they are wealthy in some parts. They might be a little bit more wealthier, but they also have the weak spots where um, they can be very poor. So, and so obviously I, was, I saw this other chart. It says U.S. income distribution in 1774. 1860 and 2010. Looking at the chart, so um, blue is 1774, red is 1860, and green is 2010. And so this is uh, the top, uh, in- this is the income group, and then top 1%. Blue was probably 9%. Red, which is 1860, was 10% in the income group. Uh, green, which is 2010, 20, uh, is 20%. Then, when it went to the top 5%, obviously it grew in the income groups. In 1774, it was 21%, 1860, probably like 22, 23%, uh, 2010, almost 40%, and then um, in the income group, in top 10%, 1774 was 31%, 1860 was almost 40%, uh, and 2010 is almost 50%. So obviously we've grown so much 
which is great. And the American income inequality from the Census Bureau, it still appears that we were more of a middle-class society back when um, tricorner hats were actually considered high fashion, which is some time ago. And so we're of course we're cor- we're of course much a much richer and better off nation today than 240 years ago. In the 1700s, in the 1770s, America was a highly um, agrarian country of yeoman fi- farmers, merchants, and tradesmen with a um, with an economy that accounted to just a few billion dollars in present values, like modern India or Russia. So those were the things that really stood out to me. And yeah, thank you. Bye. My topic I chose was upper class and lower class. After going in and looking on the three websites and watching all the videos, I've summed up some information that really stood out to me. So here it is. America and Europe both were really wealthy, um, but obviously both had their downsides. And so yeah, and American income inequality may be more severe today than it was back in 1774, even if you're if you factor in slavery. But that's not not actually crazy, as it sounds. But it might append some of our old wisdom about our country's economic heritage, which I think is pretty crazy. Wealth was distributed more evenly across the 13 colonies anywhere else in the world that we have recorded of. And so this chart stood out to me. It says income distribution, colonial America versus uh, the world. And 13 colonies, 1774, it says it's 0.437. Netherlands, 1801, was 0.563. Not only was income more equally divided in the colonies, but Americans across the economic spectrum tended to be more richer than European, European counterparts. So this obviously says that the, some uh, European counterparts uh, some places were less wealthy and more poor. Even slaves who were sometimes paid a tiny sum for their forced labor in addition to shelter and food technically earned more than the poorest Europeans. So there's a flaw in Europe as they are wealthy. In some parts, they might be a little bit more wealthier, but they also have the weak spots where, um, they can be very poor. So, yeah. And so, obviously, I, was, I saw this other chart. It says U.S. income distribution 1774, 1860, and 2010. 
looking at the chart, so um, blue is 1774, red is 1860, and green is 2010. And so this is uh, the top, uh, in- this is the income group, and then top 1%. Blue was probably 9%. Red, which is 1860, was 10%. In the income group, uh, green, which is 2010, 20, uh, is 20%. Then, when I went to the top 5%, obviously it grew in the income groups. In 1774, it was 21%, 1860, probably like 22, 23%, uh, 2010, almost 40%, and then um, in the income group in top 10%, 1774 was 31%, 18.60 when um, tri-corner hats were actually considered high fashion, which is some time ago. And so we're of course, we're, cor- we're of course much a much richer and better off nation today than 240 years ago. In the 1700s, in the 1770s, America was a highly um, agrarian country of yeomen, farmers, merchants, and tradesmen with with an economy that accounted to just a few billion dollars in present values, like modern India or Russia. So those were the things that really stood out to me. And (laughs) yeah, thank you. Bye.